0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award winning seating,
1: Welcome to Real Girls Radio. I'm Millie. And I'm Emma. And we are both very normal, real girls just like you, here to talk about all things health, fitness, and navigating your way through this crazy life. We're your new besties. We want you to be a part of our weekly chats, and we're excited to invite you in to our exclusive girl gang. Grab some snacks and chillax whilst we chat. Woo! <laughs> Yeah, okay, I think we got it, I think we got it. So, welcome to the podcast, Jasmine. This feels very weird to have you on, but also great. I love it. Um, So, for everyone who doesn't know, Jasmine is one of my best friends. She is also a team leader coach and online health and fitness coach for Empower. Yeah. So, we spend a lot of time together.
2: I know, but it's been a week since I've seen you, so we've got a lot to catch up on. Yeah,
1: we do, we do. Um, but thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Would you be able to start by giving the listeners just a little introduction to you, who
2: you are, a bit about your journey, okay? what you're doing now? So I met you from being an Empowered Client, right? Yes. And then since the day we met, we just... Yeah, clicked. Literally. Because we used to see each other. We've
1: actually had, I've had a lot of questions, people saying, how did you guys meet? How did you become best friends? But we actually knew each other for a really long time.
2: I used to be like a real creepy um, like stalker on your Instagram. And I used to screenshot everything you used to eat. (laughs) (laughs) And then I used to go to the shop and be like, um, to my boyfriend at the time, like, oh, I'm gonna eat everything I'm (laughs) eating today. And then hopefully I'm gonna look like her. And then, and then I'd see you in the gym and say hi, and be like, hi, <laughs> and now we're friends. But you were so shy. I still have the screenshots on my phone of your story. Do you
1: actually? Yeah, I've, I've shown you it before. I remember your ex once came up to me in the gym when we didn't know each other, and he was like, Jasmine really wants you to show her how to hit frost. And you never shaved me. And I became <laughs> yeah, a because client. because I feel like that would've been really like rude for me yeah. to just
2: come on over to you when you're training yeah. and be like, hey, let me show and you how to friends. hit And now we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was so um, inspired being a client that I decided to pursue a whole different career. Yeah. So I was. I used to do your nails. Yeah. I used to be a beauty therapist. That's also how
1: we met, I guess. I came to yeah. Yeah, Jasmine to do my nails. So you've really gone through a big, not just the weight loss, fitness transformation journey, but also you've completely Trans- changed yeah. your career. I know. So tell people a bit about what you used to do versus what you do now.
2: So I used to be a beauty therapist, um, mainly massage and lashes um, and nails, because I did your nails. Um, And then I just did a complete 180 and now I moved to London and now I'm a fitness coach. It's completely different to what I was doing eight years ago.
1: Because I remember when we started becoming friends, you weren't like,
2: you weren't passionate about what you're doing. Oh no. Anymore. I literally hated my job at the time. Yeah. I remember I was like, oh work. Yeah. Um, but now <coughs> extremely passionate and I love it. Oh. I love it every day of my life. I actually do. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well before we get into more details about like your <coughs> I guess your health and fitness journey and like how that's been for you, shall we do the OG
2: flop and fly? Okay. So my flop, which you kind of know of is last night second leak in my house. Oh yeah. I can't explain to you the fear. So what happened was my f- my housemate was having a shower upstairs and then the shower leaked through the fire alarm and then it basically the fire alarm went off and then the water was hitting the floor but to me it sounded like fire alarm and the water hitting the floor sounded like a crackling fire and I honestly it was house. Pe- I thought there's a fire outside my door. So I'm a trained fire marshal. Did you know that? (laughs) Did you know that? (laughs) Yeah. No. I'm a trained fire marshal. Since when? Well, my dad's a fireman. So anyway, and I also did it in my old job. So then I was like testing the door to see if the fire was severe. Do you know that you should do this? (laughs) Basically, basically there's a door, (laughs) you have to like feel where it's hot. And if the fire is like hot up high, that's a big, big fire and you don't open that (laughs) door. But if it's down here, Wait, you might so be you okay. So you were literally in your house like, Yeah, I was literally the feeling the door going, oh my god, it's a fire. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Um, so and it's it, just a leak? I came out and it was just water, thank God, because my whole body was like shaking because I thought it was a fire. <laughs> um, and then... <laughs> have you ever been in a real life fire before? No.
1: I have. No? Have you? What? Tell me when. When I was younger, I remember my, me and my mum and my sister lived together and... I was like joking around because the smoke alarm was going off, and I was like, "Ha, the house is on fire!" The house <gasps> is on fire, was. and then I went downstairs, and the house was literally How big on was fire. The fire? It was know. it was taking up half of the kitchen. Wow. I was so scared, and I remember shaking, trying to get open, get the door open, and then I was trying to open the door with the key, and the key slipped out of my hand, and it fell, and I was like, "I'm gonna die," but it was fine. The fire engine came, and it was wow, no one died.
2: Well, anyway, so that happened to me, and then my only thought process was, I have a packed suitcase for Paris. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. (laughs) So I was like, okay, so if there's a fire, let's just feel how severe the fire is, get the suitcase out of my window so I can still go to Paris (laughs) in two days. And then that leads on to my fly, because I'm going to Paris in two days. Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited? I'm very. It's our first holiday together. I know. I know. Yeah, I haven't been on holiday since, um, since the whole COVID thing. For three years. Oh my god, you've not, have you? No, I went to Berlin like once when I was when I first met you. Remember? Oh yeah. So like, I guess two. And years you ago. blocked me from your stories. Yes, because, because I was a client and I wasn't on plan, and she thought yeah. I wouldn't be okay with it. Yeah, Obviously I would, but I did. I blocked you on my stories. Yeah. So this is my first trip since then. and I'm very excited.
1: I'm so excited for Paris. For people who don't know, me and
2: Jasmine are going to Paris together. Yes. Um, and we're going to Disneyland. And I bought Minnie Mouses and a beret. Yeah. Except I tried on the beret and I just don't think I've got a good head shape for it.
1: No, it really suits some people, but I just don't think it's happy. Have well.
2: you tried one? I don't think we're happy. Maybe before. we should try. Mm. Just for a picture. No. Oh, well, I've got one, so. It was whole seven pounds. <coughs> wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what is
2: my flop and fly? Um, well, I haven't seen you all week, so I don't even know what you're going to say.
1: <coughs> okay I'll start with my fl- I can, I kind of have two flops my w- flop that happened today oh my god right what is my worst thing in the world that I hate more than anything
2: ever? oh carrying heavy bags yes yeah. <laughs> because I'm always the you always give them to me <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: is, so is that what yeah is it is warning?
1: yeah right so I I got to London And I had to sit and do some work for a bit. And then like, I hadn't done any steps. I knew we were gonna be recording, like I was gonna be recording all day. So I was like, I I should probably walk to the podcast studio. And I had like a coat on and a jumper because it was so cold this morning. And I started walking and I have heavy bags and it was hot and then I got lost and I was carrying like such heavy bags and I was getting all hot and bothered and I just wanted to break down. And I got here
2: and I was just not in a good Were you walking really fast to get over with? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the worst. And it was like a good 45 minute walk. Yeah. We need to get some steps in later.
1: Mm. Yeah. What's your fly? Okay, my fly is that I am literally so proud of myself because oh. for the last, you don't even know what I'm gonna no, say. No, I
2: don't. I'm so happy for you that you're proud of yourself. <laughs> um. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my
1: god. Um so you know like back in the summer I was really struggling with my weight training and mm. I was really weak. Yeah. And I was
2: hating. I just wasn't enjoying my workout. That's cuz we don't train together anymore. <laughs> yeah. that is we're the best workout buddy yeah
1: no we do have a good workout together but no I was just not strong and I was Uh I I would feel really deflated going into my workouts because I knew like I wouldn't be able to lift heavy and I wouldn't be able to do the sort of workouts I used to do but I have been super consistent on my program for like a good eight to ten weeks now and I've added 25 kilos to my deadlift 30 kilos to my hip thrust Oh, wow. And I'm back to um, chest pressing
2: How 15s. 15s. Wow, because we're very competitive. Yeah. This is why we're such good training partners. Yeah,
1: so me and Jasmine used to train together every single day. Every day for a whole year. <clears throat> for a whole year and every day without fail. <laughs> it was almost like too much. We got so strong. Oh my God. We were so I remember I, we were like deadlifting 100 kilos. That was the
2: best training of my life. Yeah because we were in like a private gym and we were just wearing like- clo- The baggy yeah, jumpers. baggy jumpers. And, and we like jazzling noises every time we were like grunting and yeah. the shit, it wasn't really fine. <laughs> it wasn't attractive. The lifting was- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you would like literally
1: turn up looking like Miss Trunchbull every day because you'd wear this massive gray Right, I can't wear a gray jumper
2: since. And the squat belt. Yeah, and the squat belt. Good times, good times.
1: Um, So is that my fly? Yeah, that's my fly. Yeah, you said you had two flops though.
2: Oh, what's my other flop?
1: The nails? Um, no, my nails are a fly. No, but
2: you, no, they're a fly. Yeah, but like the nail appointment cancelled. Oh, you to rush to get a different one. It's all a bit frantic. Yeah. Okay. So here's
1: another flop and fly. I had to schedule in my nail appointment, and then it got cancelled. And yeah. it was a very last minute squeezing and these in the nail nails. And these are important nails because they're holiday
2: nails. Nobody important. wants that on a holiday nail appointment ever. No, and they were, um, my um, uh,
1: like, two of my nails are broken <gasps> as well. God but I managed to find someone last minute to do my nails, and they look great. Very yeah, Parisian. Fantastic. Very
2: Parisian. Red tip. And really just glittery. Um, <coughs> and, yeah, that's
1: your flop. I did have another flop, but, I, I mean, it's quite negative, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, keep, keep going.
2: What's the negative? Get it <laughs> out. <laughs> like, get it out. You'll feel better.
1: I had such a bad day the other day. Wow. <coughs> I honestly cried for a good hour. I don't know this. Why? <coughs> oh my God. Why am I coughing so much? I'm so sorry guys. You keep hearing a <laughs> cough in your ear. I
2: hope I'm not getting ill before Paris. No don't because I just got over my illness. Mm-hmm. If I get something that you're going to give me I'll be very annoyed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay, so I feel like a lot of the time people message me like, oh, how do you manage to get everything done in a day? And like, yeah. how are you so productive? And how are you so time efficient, etc. But like, I, the other day, I literally didn't get done anything that I wanted to do. Oh, no. All of my meetings were overrunning. What day was this? This was fr- uh, Thursday, oh, last week. Oh,
2: Thursday. Okay. I also
1: had a therapy session, which I cried a lot in.
2: Oh, this day. But then it was a positive day because you enjoyed the session. Yeah. But it was just a bit overwhelming, the whole thing.
1: The whole day was overwhelming. Lots of meetings overrunning and I didn't didn't get anything done that I wanted to do. And I just got home and cried. I felt like I
2: was just... Just a bad day. Yeah. Well, hopefully this week is better for you. Yeah,
1: no, I'm feeling good today. Good. Good vibes. Good vibes all around. Um, Okay well for today's episode we have asked you guys on Instagram stories to send in some questions but before we do that um, could you talk a little bit about your fitness journey, your weight loss journey because Mm. your transformation is incredible.
2: My fitness journey so? So when you were younger did you used to be into fitness? No, no. I used to be s- like my. N- it's actually my nutrition that I mainly um, have hugely improved. I-, I didn't really eat any vegetables as a kid. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? No. <laughs> <You> <laughs> no. Wait. No. What was it, what was some of the foods that you used to eat? No, I remember you told want really to admit it. Do it. You want? Okay. It's real girls radio. Okay. It's being real. So I used to eat for breakfast. No, this is so Go bad. I don't do it anymore. Ever um micro pizzas <laughs> do you remember these i used to love them i couldn't get enough i used to have them for breakfast before school and then uh, some weird things like i used to just drink um squash neat without water <laughs> right and then i also used to this is even weirder. i don't know wh- why i used to like foods like this i used to like eating apples but dipped in tomato ketchup What? so i used to like use it as a sauce that's so gross I know, and multiple amount of crisps. But I'm very much opposite now because I'm very much a chocolate person than a savoury. Mm-hmm. I was very savoury when I was younger. And then, like for dinner, I would have just a plate of um, Aunt Bessie's Yorkshire puddings. <laughs> <laughs> but like no meat. <laughs> wait, no, wait vegetable. Hang on. So
1: pizza for breakfast, so apple right. and ketchup Back, five, five packets snack, of crisps. Five
2: packets of crisps. No, seriously. And, and then wash neat. Just squash out the bottle. And then like a whole pudding. packet of Yorkshire puddings. No meat, no vegetable. A bit more tomato ketchup. I loved it. That's gross, isn't it? Wow, okay. Yeah.
1: So you really have done quite the transformation with your nutrition. I yeah. never knew it was like that.
2: No, no, I know. Are you judging me? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. So, um, what was the question again? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to do that. Talking about like how oh, you've gone okay. from Mrs.
1: dipping right. apples and ketchup to where right. you are now.
2: Yeah, no, so now, um, so in the past I had a bit of a binge, in my teens, bit of a binge, um, not a diagnosed eating disorder, but I definitely have a present binge eating problem. Um, and I still have my moments, which I told you about the other day, uh, particularly with Biscoff spread. So that, I, I try and incorporate into my plan, so that I am actively keeping it in and not restricting it completely because I do love it. Um, it's literally just the biscoff It's just biscoff it. spread. I just can't have it like. Yeah. I like to be monitored with it. Yes. <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> so like, if it's in your house, for example, I'll, I'll clock that it's there and I'll be aware of it. I'll be like. You're, you know, you can't eat the whole tub because it's mine. Yeah. So I want to get a spoon and just get a bit like direct. <laughs> I would. So now I've actually just (laughs) traded it in for um, peanut butter because actually two weeks ago in particular, there was an incident (laughs) where I ate the whole jar in two days. A a biscoff spray. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this
1: because I know it's something you used to struggle with a lot. Like Like it used to be like, like multiple times a week. And oh, it wasn't just sure. a jar of biscuit.
2: Oh no, I used to, my my go-to daily thing, daily. So before I did Empower actually. So um, how long ago was I a client? Like two years ago? Uh, yeah, over two, probably two and a half years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, uh, like every day I would eat a bar of lint dark and white together. So two whole bars of lint chocolate, 200 gram bars. Every day, without fail but now I can um eat it in moderation that's the word in moderation yeah yeah and
1: like I've spoken before on the podcast about like my experience with binge eating and I think it's important to talk about because so yeah so many girls struggle with it and so many so many girls think they're alone with binge eating disorder and they think it's embarrassing or like
2: shameful to talk about but yeah and the guilt the next day is is intense but it's actually extremely
1: normal um so and it can, it can it. often like then spiral into that common restrict and binge mentality where like sure. following a binge you just you feel so guilty and shameful that you want to restrict all your calories and you know do That's the opposite last the thing you can do and starve yourself but that it literally mm-hmm. just exacerbates the urge to binge again because you're starving your body you're restricting and then you're just going yeah. to be more prone to reach for that jar of biscoff again
2: yeah so if i wasn't a client and also didn't do it for a job i would have usually restricted myself the next day and then it would just kept happening and happening but now i'm just like it's fine it's fine it's fine back to normal today maybe don't buy biscoff this week to get over what you just did and then introduce it back in two weeks time yeah yeah
1: So I, when I struggled with binge eating, it was very much like an emotional thing as well as like a a hunger thing. Like I think two, there are two types of people when it comes to binge eating. There's the people who will be binge eating purely because their body is so starving and they are restricting so hardcore. But then there's also the emotional binge eaters who may not be necessarily like starving themselves and under eating, but they're going through a really stressful time and under a lot of stress and pressure yeah, and then they'll use kind of food as a comfort and a coping mechanism.
2: Yeah.
1: I remember at uni when like my binge eating was the
2: worst. Oh, the story, yeah, mm-hmm. I always remember
1: it. Yeah, I <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I was going through both, like I was really under eating, I wasn't fueling my body properly and I was also really stressed because my first year of uni I, actually had no friends. I went to London. Uh-huh. I don't even know if I told you this. I went I to London.
2: No
1: I had no friends. I didn't want to go out and party or
2: yeah.
1: anything like that because I was like obsessed with just like low calories and sticking to my plan. Um, and I would just be so stressed and just sit in my room on my own. Yeah. I remember one time it got so bad, I was so hungry. I went into the communal kitchen and I, I just that. like, binge Mm. ate everyone's food. It was like an uncontrollable. I
2: I had this once with flatmates. I had a really good um, housemate that was a good cook.
1: It was like an uncontrollable out of body experience late at night, like where I, I actually didn't know. It was like someone took over my body. And did that,
2: but your body was probably sc- just screaming for food, right? yeah. We restricting, yeah, quite severely. And
1: then, like, I, I it was that night that I think triggered me into this cycle of constant yeah, yeah. restricting and binging. Because you know, the let's say you'd feel so guilty you'd restrict yourself, it would happen again and again. It got to a point where I was probably having like a binge episode once a week, um, yeah, I was like that once a week, maybe twice yeah. a week, and I wouldn't tell anyone. I felt so embarrassed about it. I thought I was alone. I thought, I actually thought it was something I would never be able to break free from. Yeah. I felt like food controlled me and that it was life-consuming. Like, I actually- Thinking about food every day. Yeah, it was all I thought yeah. about from the moment I woke up. Um, and I remember about a year after going through this, Yeah. every week, I was like, I have to change something. And I, because in my head, I thought if I eat chocolate or sugary food or sweets or something, that would trigger me to binge eat and overeat it. So I would avoid it at all costs.
2: Yeah, isn't that um, orthorexia?
1: Yeah, like avoiding anything. Yeah. Classes, you know, processed or unhealthy. Yeah. I just would, I wouldn't touch a cookie or chocolate or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. um, but they were the food I'd go to binge on. So I just, the my best piece of advice for overcoming this like restrictive eating behavior, especially if you are binging, is just to start allowing yourself to eat these foods in moderation. And stop restricting. Like, I would start really, really small by just letting myself have like a little bit of chocolate, go out for a meal, and actually get something I want to order. Um, I found at the time, like, having a little bit of like a structure meal plan kind of guide for my food helped me to actually make sure I was fitting these foods into my diet. But then over time, I realized like, you don't have to overeat it and the food still tastes just as good at it's the beginning crazy. as when we, it does that
2: penny drops you're yeah. like oh I
1: like guess. the first bite of that food yeah. tastes just as good as when you've like overeaten and binge ate to the point where you feel yeah. so uncomfortable and sick it's not it's not just overeating like binge eating is when you push yourself to a point where it's not enjoyable it's uncomfortable you
2: feel sick like nobody wants to
1: feel like that it so also you,
2: makes you feel um, when you obviously binge eats like like what we did, it makes you feel really like holding on to like excess water, water the next attention. day. And then it makes you think in your head that you look different than you actually do, and it's just a cycle. It's a vicious yeah. cycle.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. a vicious cycle. So yeah, you yeah. need you really do need to start allowing yourself to eat these foods in moderation every single day so that you don't feel the urge to go crazy when you do have like a little bite of something. No, It was life changing for me, seriously,
2: Uh, doing that. Same, because I used to really restrict carbs actually. And then when I came on to Empower and was a client, I was like, wow.
1: Yeah, I remember you being so shocked.
2: And then I couldn't believe the difference. I didn't even lose weight at this point, but the visual difference in my body when I had introduced carbs back, you could see I was less bloated. Yeah. It was, and I was like, that doesn't make sense in my head. Because we're like, drilled into us from a young age that carbs are bad. Yeah. So when the carbs came back into my diet, I was like, wow. And then from that day, I was just fascinated with nutrition. Because I was like, I've just been doing it wrong this whole time.
1: Mm. And that's like, yeah. then I guess when you started yeah. like thinking about changing your career.
2: And now we work together.
1: Did you find that scary though? Going from like spending your whole life like working in the beauty industry?
2: Um, No actually, it just felt completely natural. I'm a very go with with the flow person. And if it feels right, I was like, this is just what I wanna do. And I was very passionate about it because I was a very, I feel like as a client, I really was quite passionate during it and was giving it my all. So I was like, I can't wait to be able to offer that to somebody else, Mm. because it was just, it is life-changing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay, well, I mean, that's a little bit about your Mm -hmm. health and fitness journey. Um, Your transformation is just incredible. Mm. Um, So, from some of the questions that you guys have asked on um, Instagram.
2: Well, I don't know any of these.
1: uh, A lot of these are based around um, breakups, and Are they? being single. Okay, ask me ones that you know I'll answer comes So, I mean, generally, because I know
2: like, how long have you been single for now? Um, I think it's like two years, right? Two years. Yeah. I'm not very good with time, like timeline in my head. Two years. And could you tell the listeners a bit about
1: your previous relationship and your breakup? Because it was quite, it was
3: all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part—they're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and three hundred sixty-five day returns on your next order. That's quince.com/upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
2: Quite Well, yeah, thick. so, I mean, I was in a long-term relationship, almost nine years. And so, that ended... <laughs> I don't even know how to talk about this subject. That ended in a, in a not, not the best way, um, but I have moved, trans- I'm literally a different person, right? Um, as a friend, you can tell, because yeah. that's how we kind of bonded, because you were going for a breakup, I was going for a breakup, um, and then I just feel like I changed my career during that time, I've moved to London, um, and heartbreak, literally makes you I think I think it gives you experience in life so so yeah
1: okay and one question I've got here is how do you deal with being single being over 30
2: this is a subject I'm extremely passionate about (laughs) right so I deal with this well because I refuse to let a societal timeline put pressure on me So, I just think so many people in the world put way too much pressure on themselves, um, and I just, who came up with the society timeline, right?
1: It's so stupid. So, like,
2: we're here for, what, 100 years on this earth? Well, not everyone. Well, you know, that's like, you know, if we're gonna, not everyone, but let's just, you know, pretend. (laughs) So, why, at 30, is the point that you should have achieved X, Y, and Z, and if you haven't, you're deemed a failure. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty um, passionate about that. Mm-hmm. And if someone ever tries to tell me, oh, do you feel awkward that you're single at this age? I'll shut them right down. Yeah.
1: And what has like helped you get to that point? Because it's not always been no. that easy. Like, ha- like, what has helped you get to the point of being like confident and strong
2: in yourself, being single? Uh, so I would say there was definitely a a phase where i was really sad just broken up out of a long-term relationship um but i would say friends self-love is extremely important we are self-love preachers we really are um self-love is extremely important and just making sure you're in a job that you love like doing something you love every day is life changing, isn't it? Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad you think that. Um, if you're doing something you don't like every day, that's just miserable. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're living a routine life, and it's just not fun. So, you're not like putting all of your eggs in one basket.
1: It's, like, you're not like letting your life happiness depend on just whether you're in a relationship or not. You've got lots yeah. of other things going on to bring you like positive and happiness, positivity exactly. and happiness.
2: Exactly. And um, yeah, I would say like before when I was like quite codependent in a relationship, I would never have even moved away like I have now. So I feel like I've come a long way.
1: Oh, you're a lot more independent. I'm sure. so much more
2: independent. Mm. And even to the point where I can travel with friends. I know you're a bit scared to travel with me because I'm not really hugely responsible. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I am, I am, right? Yeah. I managed to book a. A restaurant for us. Did you? Oh yeah, you did. You booked a restaurant. Well done for the first night. (laughs) Um, and I got here in one piece. Did I not? Yeah, yeah. You do surprise me. I know. Did I surprise you today? Yeah, Yeah, I was here like in real good time as well. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I feel like I'm a different person now.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, and I'm so much more confident. So much more confident. Definitely.
1: Yeah, that's. I just think you know, obviously there's the whole like pressure of like having kids and stuff yeah but how like how do you deal with that because that's you know more of like a timeline like hormonal thing yes
2: for sure so um anyone that's single and worries about that really shouldn't because i have a five-year plan which you know of right so if i don't need a man and if a man comes along, that is fine. But <laughs> I don't need a man. I do not need a man. If I want to have a baby, I will go and buy some sperm at the sperm bank and get pregnant myself. That is my plan. And anyone that feels pressure. She's so sure on this. I am so sure on this. Anyone that feels pressure to find a man and settle for a man they don't even like. Just to, to have kids. Them for their, you know, genetics then um, that's a really sad way to live. And um, <laughs> and you need to just live for yourself. Yeah, I mean, one of our favorite quotes is
1: everything is outable. Everything is figureout-able. And it's so true, like, there's no point letting yourself be down and, you know, miserable about mm. the fact your life hasn't played out the way you may have hoped when you were younger or that you're not at the same level as your friends or other people your age, because, you know, Happiness doesn't just come from a relationship. And you know, if you are at that age where you want to start having a baby and you know, thinking yeah. about it, there are other ways that like, everything is figure outable. It doesn't just have to depend on you being in like.
2: Everything is uh, outable. And another thing we live by, never settle. <laughs> <laughs> never settle. The emphasis, <laughs> never settle. Never, but um, basically, no, so that is my plan and I'm not worrying about meeting someone as of right now because also it's draining giving your energy that you could be given to yourself to a dating app. So let's talk about this because you
1: um, have had quite some dates, you really have. have. I've had, um, we've had some questions about, um, like someone asked what is your worst date so many. So many. <laughs> so many. I, guys, <laughs> I feel on. like Jasmine could write a book Wait, what's
2: on her dating. Date? What's the worst date? You tell me. I can't remember, there's been so many. <laughs> what's the one that stands out to you? The guy that called me fat? Which one? <laughs> I nearly said his name then. Um, the, um, the actor. Yeah, talk about that. <laughs> the crop so. tops. Oh oh my God, this guy, he knocked my confidence sideways. I wore turtlenecks for about three months after, didn't I? <laughs> no, didn't I? <laughs> so I was dating this guy who thought he was um, more famous than he was, Um <laughs> he really did. Um, and he had the audacity to tell me that I am too, womanly that was the word he used (laughs) to wear a crop top I have no words It's a silence and he we went to a restaurant and he was Italian oh god if he's listening to this he's gonna know it's him um (laughs) uh, and he apparently the um staff in were talking in Italian because it was an Italian restaurant about my crop top which I don't believe. And anyway, he said he was highly embarrassed sat there with someone of my age wearing a crop top. Oh. <laughs> I told you and you were like. So then I went out and purchased three turtlenecks and rotated them for the next three months. And they were like
1: long, like they covered your entire body. N-
2: Turtleneck, yeah, like jumper, knitted material. Like all to the floor. Like literally to like my mid thigh. I was I was like, Well what is that? You were like, What's this is the new look? New look going. Um and then what did he say to you when
1: he was in your room and he found something quite triggering? What was it?
2: Oh, he said, Sorry, I can't take you seriously because your crop tops are like on because I had an open (laughs) wardrobe rack. And he was like, your crop tops on the hangers are really distracting me. I can't take this conversation seriously. And I was like, what is your vendetta against
1: crop tops? This guy must have had some sort of like mm, childhood trauma strange. involving a crop top.
2: That was a real bad time. And, <laughs> was, and then you composed a message from me to him on New Year's saying, oh. I hope you don't talk to women or something like that in the future. And it made me feel better, but I was still like the confidence was a little bit knocked. Mm. Mm.
1: Okay, and then in terms of dating overall, like where, like where do you find your dates?
2: What is your experience with dating? I haven't been on a date in a really long time, actually. Um, I've kind of like just stopped for a while because I realized that um, I would rather date myself.
1: Um, because... This is something I've been like trying to get you to yes. because like I've definitely seen when you've been on dates with guys who it aren't... No-
2: yeah, it's really not nice.
1: Bad. They do really knock your confidence. And you're much better off, like being on your, like by yourself, spending time with friends, sure. doing other things,
2: investing your time into other activities. And it confirms my my statement of you do not need a man. Yeah. You only need a man if they are offering something to your table that is gonna benefit your life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um. But like things like with dating yourself, if you like. You just kind of date yourself with your own love language. What's your love language? Like, what do you do in a relationship? Are you like a gift giver? Are you like touch? Are you like quite needy? Or are you like um, words of affirmation? I don't know. Come on, you must know. Do you, do you, I, think? I'm, quite, I'm like, oh, I would say you're <coughs> maybe gifts. Yeah, or words of affirmation. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not like needy or touchy. I see. I would say I'm like all of the above. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would <laughs> say I'm all of the above. So if it's words of affirmation, you you write yourself quotes, which I know you'd be good at. So yeah. Like you can write yourself quotes from the mirror in the morning, like of how amazing you are, or something, or like like what you're gonna do this week because you're so great. So you can give yourself those words of affirmation. Um, if you um, are quite needy and quite touchy, um, go and get a massage. That's, you know, dating yeah. yourself, looking after yourself. Um, and then if it's. Or like get your hair done, get your nails done. Yeah, if it's giving yourself gifts, go and buy yourself a gift. Yeah. You don't need a man to buy you a gift. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something I stand me. Yeah, I remember when you went
1: through like I, you read a book or something, didn't you, about like mm. uh, how to date yourself? And I think oh, it's yeah, such it's a, a, a lovely concept. Yeah. I do. Like I, I love it so much. It's great. I love spending time alone. I feel like I say that too much on the podcast.
2: Oh, do you? People are gonna become a loner. Yeah, but you have just gone through a breakup. Yeah. Okay, you're allowed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your um to do this week is to go on a date. Date yourself. So I went to the cinema on my own. Did you? Yeah, yes, yeah. and it was one of the best experiences. I was a little bit nervous at first, um, and I made sure to choose a fancy cinema um, so that I could like buy like a nice meal on my own. Yeah, and it was
1: and fine. I I feel like this like people shouldn't, but people would feel like
2: embarrassed or ashamed to like go out by themselves initially. But then I was like, this is great. You got no <laughs> one in your ear going, "What's going on in the movie?" <laughs> and like you've got no one like trying to nick your food great yeah i loved it so maybe you should do that oh
1: i don't think i could no, you no not go, for that reason could but you i go for dinner on your own oh yeah i could go for dinner See?
2: well then you're fine
1: but i don't i don't i can't watch a film yeah you're
2: not really into it you're not that kind of person no no you like doing background things
1: yeah i have to do something productive really yeah fun. um okay i'm going to now ask um look through some of the questions we've got Okay, kind of like on the same subject as um, dating. What is the best date you've ever been on? Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, the best date I've ever been on. Okay, I have been on a really good date. Um, It was on Valentine's Day. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that was such a great date and hard to top actually. Um, So I met this guy from Instagram. It was Valentine's Day. I was feeling quite low. It was after the Italian knocked me down, <laughs> just got out of a turtleneck, <laughs> finally, um, and then I went. I pulled myself up and got up to London to go on this date for Valentine's Day, and it was a really nice dinner day. So, like, and then I think I honestly needed it, and he um, basically made me not hate men anymore. Because mm. I went for a real I hate men phase. Oh yeah, that was strong. That was so strong. Any male that came near me. <laughs> watch <out>. God, watch <laughs> out. Any man tried to hit on me. Oh God. I honestly, I have fear for them. Mm. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that was the best date I've ever been on. In London. Nice. And he's still my friend now to this day. He is. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. I spoke to him the other day.
1: Do you believe that you can be friends with guys you have dated or been in
2: relationships with? Relationships, no. Dated, yes. I'm friends with many... That makes me sound like I date a lot. I really don't. I'm friends with a lot of datees.
1: Datees? Yeah.
2: So, um, and it's fine. It's fine. Mm. Yeah. Except, no, That there is an exception there. Um, When they get a girlfriend, the girlfriend isn't really that happy about you. So then the contact is... Cut. Oh, we know that. We know that. Um. Someone,
1: someone has asked, um, "How does your friendship go?
2: How does our friendship? Yeah.
1: Go? How is your friendship? How does your friendship go?
2: How does our friendship? How would you go? describe our friendship? Twin flames." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so we, we spent so much time together at one point. Too and much. then <laughs> almost like too much yeah. to the point that when you got a boyfriend, it was almost a blessing in disguise because we spent way too much time together. Wow, I didn't think you yes, would so, say that. Um, See, so yeah, I'm being nice. Okay. Um so yeah, it was it was good to have the two variations. It needed to happen. Yeah, we needed a yeah. breakup. <laughs> We needed our own little breakup at some point. Yeah,
1: guys, yeah. we would literally spend all day long together. We'd work together, we and we'd train together, just to be like, "I'm coming around." And she, she'd like say, "People thought we lived together, but we didn't I
2: know that we didn't." And
1: she'd say at my house till really late, and then we'd be like, "Right, should we meet at six o'clock tomorrow morning?" I
2: used to have like <laughs> five hours of sleep, and then I'd be back at your house. I was so tired. Oh my god, what's wrong yeah. with us?
1: Um, but yeah, how would you describe our friendship?
2: Uh, best friends. Yeah, yeah, we're like best friends.
1: I feel we we just have that like weird connection. Like you always feel like you you get a sign or a feeling when I'm having a bad day. I message you going, what's wrong?
2: Yeah, like I can sense something's going on. Yeah, weird connection. And we've been through a lot because um, you know your ex boyfriend hated me and everything. (laughs) She said it. Oh,
1: that's. I said it. Um, someone has asked a question about that. Go.
2: How many questions are there? There's quite a few. Okay, go. Hang on, let me just scroll down and find it. Do you want to say it? We don't have to talk about this topic if you don't feel comfortable.
1: Um. Why did Jasmine move to London? Does she not like your boyfriend?
2: What, is that someone we know? No. Oh, interesting. Um, I moved to London for uh, many reasons, didn't I? <laughs> um... <laughs> It might be obvious, but yeah, me, m- myself, and Emma's ex-partner, um, we definitely clashed. <laughs> we definitely clashed. And teamed with my breakup and the get-together of you and him, it did give me that little push to move away and be like, we oh, I need a break. But- <laughs> <laughs> it did, <laughs> but it was for the better because I always wanted to do it anyway. And um, it just gave me that little power.
1: Yeah, and you're loving it in London now. I'm loving it. We're still
2: it. friends. We're good. still friends, do You know, and that tested our friendship well. Yeah. It did. That did, Yeah. that did. That was very stressful for you, actually. Yeah. Was, I think uh, it was you, more you, stressful for you. Yeah,
1: it was. I will just yeah. say this now. Having a boyfriend slash fiance yeah. and a best friend who passionately hate each other is very hard. Yeah, yeah. It's not nice. He started it. He started okay, right.
2: It. We won't go into <laughs> he details here. It.
1: End of <laughs> conversation.
2: I bet there's so many stories like that, though, where the best friend doesn't get on with the boyfriend.
1: I, I reckon that happens a lot. It's probably really common.
2: Probably. But I do think the judgment of your best friend is extremely important. Mm. Mm.
1: Anyway, anyway. Go on. Um, okay. This is a question which I feel like is very um topical for you and I to mm-hmm. talk about how do you not feel left out when your friends go out drinking? I feel like my friends are always going out partying and I don't want to go because I'd rather focus on my health and fitness.
2: We have a really good balance of that, I think. But also, at the same time, I am not a party girl. Mm. I'm just not a party girl. Yeah. So my biggest tip, I was actually talking
1: about this Mm. in the last podcast. My biggest tip is literally to not feel the pressure mm-hmm. to always like be going out with your friends and doing things you don't want to do, just because you want to be a social butterfly. Like no. your friends, if they understand who you are and your personality, and that you might not like drinking and you want to focus on other things, yeah. If you're honest about that, they will understand. And for sure, if that's they're not your friends, your
2: friend. they're not your friends. If they make you feel bad for that, I yeah. went out the other day with my my housemate and her friend, and they were drinking and I ordered a Diet Coke, but they didn't say anything. And I was thankful that they did, didn't. Mm. But like, why should I feel pressured to drink wine if I don't want to? I actually don't like the taste of wine either.
1: No, you? no, I don't like
2: the taste of alcohol. No. I remember
1: one night we went out and Everyone was pressuring us to have a alcoholic drink and I we just didn't want
2: this. to. This is 13.
1: And people yeah. thought we were really weird and we were getting like actual hate to our face and about. We were just the there with
2: our Diet Coke, like we're having a great time yeah. to leave us alone. Yeah,
1: my, my biggest tip is just yeah. be confident and own your decision. If you don't want to drink sure. and you want to have a Diet Coke or a water or whatever, just be confident with that decision and enjoy it. For sure.
2: Yeah, that's my new quote of the day. What? Be confident, own your decisions. <laughs> for a Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a great quote. But
1: we we don't go out that much anyway. anyway. We, we Like you say, we are very balanced and we'll like we'll go out, we'll have a drink. We'll yeah, we're going out for Halloween. We are going out for Halloween. Still need to get an outfit. Yeah, what are you thinking? A cat. I'm thinking a devil. No, but
2: that doesn't go. And? That we'll just be like, oh look, here's the cat and the devil. How weird. No. Like if you were like a black cat and I was like a but I feel like I need to wear cat.
1: red to go with my nails. Okay, maybe I can go as an angel then. God, I feel like we're running out of time. Okay, carry on. Um, Ooh, oh, okay. Crazy. But let's 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 do this one. Okay. Um, is there anything fitness or nutrition related that you and Jasmine don't agree on or have different opinions on?
2: Oh, that's a good is question. There? Is there? No, we are we train the same. We have the same minds. I'm trying to think if there's anything we don't agree on. I mean, maybe Biscoff spread.
1: Biscoff spread, I can, (laughs) yeah, I can have a Biscoff spread of, I can't talk, I can have a jar of Biscoff spread in my house. Yeah, the other day
2: when you gave me one square of chocolate on my oats, I was like, why would you do that? (laughs) So yeah, we do have disagreements in that way.
1: Um, (laughs) Okay, how to support your best friend who's going through a breakup?
2: Spend time together. I think this is why it's kind of Um, the timing of you breaking up and me moving we need to surround you with friends right now yeah yes but that is the ultimate uh, best way to get over break up is spend time with friends and doing things that make you feel good yeah it's actually that's one of the silver linings of breaking up with someone is that you can um, direct all your energy towards friendships that maybe you um, didn't spend time with before I'm not saying you did that no no (laughs) no Okay. Um okay, give me your quote. My quote. I have a quote. Um r- relatable to my subject of being single and not caring. Okay. So your self-love must always be stronger than your desire to be loved by others. Oh, I love that. I yeah. I love that. I want to write it on my mirror. That's how much I love it.
1: That's yeah. a really nice quote. But it's true. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: What um um so I actually like I'm quite the person of quotes. Yeah, normally. you are, actually. But I actually saw something else on, I think it's Pinterest, and it made me realize I do a lot of these things. They're like, psych- like psychology tricks, and I feel like I subconsciously you, do you them. Do.
2: Actually, you've taught me to do it, actually. So I'm just
1: going to say them because I think it could be helpful.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so if someone insults you, pause for several seconds and just stare at them and say are you do okay you know,
2: if you ever pause before speaking to me it really stresses me out because you do it all the time it's like a test
1: it's no, really I effective hate it. i hate it so much yeah so if someone is insulted see you do this wrong if someone assaults you or like you're like almost try to make them I feel could- okay
2: about it oh yeah, that's what I do with yeah. the with the dates. I go, "Oh, okay." Um, yeah, whereas cool.
1: uh, whereas if someone
2: insulted yeah. me, I
1: would stare at them intently in the eye. Pause for several seconds. And no, be like, but I are try. you okay?
2: I've I've applied a little bit of I'm getting better.
1: Okay. Second one, if you think someone is lying to you, look into their eyes deeply and don't <gasps> say anything. I love doing that. I love the that. truth will come up. It will. They felt so just watch awkward. them squirm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, if you're in an argument, keep your voice calm. It will give the impression that you're winning the argument.
2: Did you learn that from your ex?
1: (laughs) (laughs) shut up. Okay, good posture increases confidence. So you need to spread your body out and take up more space because it leads to increased confidence.
2: Shoulders back, just, yeah,
1: let it all hang out.
2: That's (laughs) a a little bit like um, if you got attacked by a bear, you're supposed to be big and strong to scare it off because it's like, oh, that person's confident. (laughs) <laughs> no it's because i watched an instagram of someone being attacked by a bear this morning sorry <laughs> carry on carry on okay last one
1: um this is really really weird your eyes dilate when talking to a person you truly love
2: oh really yeah apparently Interesting. next time i'm on a date i'll see if anyone's pupils are dilating yeah are you
1: falling in love with me (laughs) you'll know if he'll then be your baby daddy or if you have to buy some
2: sperm go to the sperm bank
1: (laughs) anyway thanks so much for listening guys i hope this was somewhat um entertaining
2: yeah
1: (laughs) it was weird to interview you yeah very weird
2: very weird and we're gonna go for some lunch
1: now yeah we're gonna go get some food grab some snacks and chillax Exactly. But yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, we appreciate it if you leave us a review, if you tag
2: us on your Instagram story. Jasmine, do you want to plug your Insta? Everyone thinks it's my name. Jota. <laughs> I don't know someone actually said to me the other day, Hi, Jota.
0: Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, luxury quality within reach go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com slash style
1: that's not my name so Jasmine's Instagram is at Jota Um, people think it's her name her name is Jasmine obviously yeah so give her a follow thanks right see you next week goodbye love you Bye. bye